So pretty much everyone in the Coast to Coast Expanded Universe is doing something off their own, basically, at this point. Um, most are just playing games, uh, small groups or by themselves. Um, and I've been kind of just left uh, playing Final Fantasy XIV by myself uh, for the last uh, two months or so. Um, Neff. Yes. Is uh, currently playing a lot of 32D point and shooty games. I know a lot of Alone. Call of Duty kind of stuff. Alone by herself. <laughs> As she so chooses, um, though Kevin has shown interest in playing Warzone again, so uh, she may be playing some of that with him. Um, Chris uh, is just being a foreigner and spending a lot of time with his EU folks. Um, and Kevin. License and registration. Jesus. Has been playing a lot of New World with LB. Um, now, I mean, honestly... Honestly, I could just reach out to the rest of our friends uh, and, you know, they, they've been playing 14 and other games and I could just hook up with them and just go play some games with them. That'd be totally fine. But these folks are my everyday play group. The, these people here are my everyday play group. Um, and, you know, they've just kind of abandoned me like a uh, role of commercial grade single ply. So. And welcome to episode 157 of the Coast to Coast Expanded Universe. How is everybody doing? Tired. I'm tired. Especially Same, after that. Uh, what was that? Samesies. Samesies. Tired, both of you. Um, I'm hoping everybody is having themselves a good period of time. And Kevin and I and some of the other folks that uh, some of our chat folks, uh, community members, had themselves a wonderful Thanksgiving yeah good to see good to see mine was in october yours was in october i was gonna say yours was a month and a half ago so <laughs> um i just i want to make sure that i establish that uh i try as hard as i can to make people feel guilty and bad whenever possible so that was what prompted and you succeed. this uh, i succeed quite well At usually me chris doesn't give a fuck but i can work i can work over on death and make her feel bad understand i'm not actually upset with any of them i this is a bit okay we people know. this is a bit um so how's everybody's last couple of weeks been i am so distracted right now because you pointed this thing out with the with the blur effect. you could, could so just turn the blur effect off right you could just turn the blur effect off that's kind of your own fault <laughs> but now i'm just like oh i can do this look i got flowers right there <laughs> For our podcast, podcast listeners, Discord has part. recently rolled out a new uh, <laughs> for our podcast listeners. Discord has recently rolled out a new feature where it gives you zoom like background fills. And Neth is uh, having fun with hers. Uh, only it doesn't and, work with my head. So there's a gap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just don't fuck with it during the show because and then you'll your video will disappear again. Oh, no, it. it's, it's usually fine. It's just she did something very specific. Um, so, Kevin. How have you been the last yeah. couple of weeks, my dude? Man, there's, I, I there's been, a, been, been so much. For you. It's been a bit, yeah. There's, there's been so much. So last, I missed the last show because I was helping out 
with an online event on Twitch that was called the Global Breaks Fest for um I needed I I had a random requirement of my um certification for project management to like help out with like volunteer you know, volunteer and donate your time and you know get involved in a community activity and I so watched I, part of that part of it was good yeah part I, of it um, was good there was some problems <laughs> though but part of it was good part of it was good but I mean, um, that, that one that you found that was running at like a gazillion speed was fucking hilarious it was it was I, hilarious <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was Kevin's fault, and that's no, why he's doing yes. this. Was right it really? Now. Okay, it was, you know, that was Kevin's fault, and that's why yeah. he's doing that right it now. Was, it was my fault, unfortunately. Oh my but, god! Um, I talked to him when it happened, and he was like, "Fuck." We had a bit of a a snafu with a video that we got, and um, yes, the uh, the I don't know if you saw the vods or people who were chatting at the time, but uh, we got. A slew of interesting comments as a result of that, and a lot of people. That one particularly, yeah. The the I one that tickled that my fancy. Cocaine. Yeah, no, the one that tickled my fancy was um like not even during that set, but like later, it was um some dude who was just like, shout out to Kid Kenobi's coffee, <laughs> and that's <laughs> all he said. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. So um. Rabid chipmunk, uh, you know, squirrel on crack. I mean, I heard all of them. Yep. But um, uh, yeah, that was, was the only thing that really got fucked was up. Was it an interesting event? I mean, there was other stuff that popped up, but that was outside of y'all's control. So yeah. yeah, no, it was a good event. We had we had two raid trains going for seventy two hours in a row, basically, and had over like almost a hundred artists who participated. Um, that's cool. That's yeah, really cool. I stayed cool. up for like probably forty-eight out of seventy-two hours. It was fucking. It was insane. We were we were just in Discord the whole time and like making sure shit was running properly. And that one person was going to another. And I have a laundry list of enhancement requests to talk to Twitch about at some point about how these events are run because it's very difficult to do the way that things are now with Twitch because you just have you... to basically hope that the person who is who's playing is rating into the next person. I was going to say they need like something where, you know, there's a community coordinator and that coordinator moves the thing along as right, time goes right. on and they have yeah. control over, you know, what people are viewing on what channel kind of stuff. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's bonkers. Um, yeah. Including someone who tried to derail the, the raid the whole fucking thing. Whole yeah, that was the one that, was that, that happened when someone had power issues. And so someone stepped in to help out until they got fixed. Right. We're I think we're being something. a little, uh, we're being a little vague about that. Yeah, it's it's a little too behind the curtains. Yeah, <laughs> for stuff that I would like to share publicly. But yeah, um, we are you know we're planning our next event now. We're you know oh, you're going to stick like, with you're going to stay yeah. trying to assist with them. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. I know, so, like you're super interested in that kind of stuff, so it makes sense for you yeah. to get involved in it. Yeah, and um. Yeah, I can't say too much, but we might be oh. trying to do another talent quest, which is cool to like find new people who are playing and that Me. would be super fun. And it's uh yeah, it's a very it's a great community. People are awesome. I cried several times. It's cried. Yeah. Why? <laughs> what? There was just a few really awesome things that happened like um the, the one the organizer's wife had basically organized 
behind his back organized a bunch of people doing like thank yous and happy birthday to the event because the event's one year old and there was about 40 people strung on this video like one after another all saying thank you to him and he just wrote back that he's completely gutted because he's he's from the uk and that's how he talks but he's like yeah i am completely gutted and he had to like literally go off screen because he was streaming at the time and he like walked off screen and let his friend DJ for him for like probably 10 minutes. And Aww. he was just typing to us like, you know, like he's like, I need to blow my nose. <laughs> like, he was yeah. like it, it had his kids in it. It had his wife in it. You know, it's it was. Yeah. And like a ton of the DJs from the event. And man, it was just. It was really cool. And um, there's something else that made me cry that I can't share because it's still. Yeah, that's a whole other shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a whole other thing. There's but, a whole um, other pile of shit you got to deal with. So, yeah. so yeah, no things things went really well, all things considered, and like really happy that things went well. And um, yeah, other than that, they're you know on the opposite end of the spectrum. On Black Friday, my girlfriend got hit by a drunk driver, and thank God she's okay. But mm-hmm. I've I've been spending the last week trying to figure out how to buy a car right now because inventory is non-existent and especially um, in california in texas it's a little bit better but california no (laughs) it's bad here too like the the dealerships here are like advertising like we will buy your car give us your car (laughs) oh yeah oh it's a good time if you want to get rid of a car but like you're gonna have to pay the same price like there's just extreme markups because of the Mm -hmm. microchip shortage and low inventory. So we ended up having to pay about $4,000 over the sticker price, which usually they're advertising percentages off of the sticker price. Like, Hey, (laughs) we'll give you a discount off sticker price. It's like, no, it's like we, you know, (laughs) now what the dealers are saying, they're like, we offer the least amount of markup possible. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, how about no markup? They're like, no. It was just like, no. So, yeah. um, yeah. So what I've been doing is basically stalking the Honda corporate website that tells you when they are shipping cars to dealers and then calling those dealers and saying like, Hey, I see that you're getting shipped a car. Can I secure it? Like people are like signing contracts for cars that don't even, that haven't even seen yet. Like that's how bad it is. So I like called this dealer up and I was wow. like, I see you're getting the car that my girlfriend wants. Can we please like, put a deposit down or something so that we can secure it. And we ended up not putting a deposit down because she wasn't sure if her car was going to get totaled yet. And then while we were at the dealer talking about, you know, potentially buying this car, she found out her car was totaled. So we were like, yes, we're going to buy it. And like, that's like the car was in the dealership less than 24 hours and it was already gone. And another model that they had, they put on the showroom floor and they said it lasted two hours and it was gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow! Uh, I mean, it is it is nuts, nuts right now. And like, yeah, yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, but like everything said and done, I think the total price was, um, yeah, it was about four thousand dollars over the sticker price. So it's like even like a medium of the road car is what you would pay for like a near luxury car like mm-hmm. a year ago, <clears throat> two years ago. So, um, yep. yeah, it's, it's crazy, really, really bad. Yep. So anyway, that happened, but luckily we were able to get her a car. Um, and then I was just at a, 
uh, concert last night in LA, which was like my first time. And, What'd um, you go see? I saw Simply Jeff and the Fractured Crew and uh, Stanton Warriors, which is the DJ duo that is touring from the UK currently in, in America. And they're doing a bunch of different shows. And this was the closest one to me. And uh, it was fun. But um, yeah, LA is like hardcore. Like LA County is hardcore about COVID right now. And you have to wear a mask and show proof of vaccination to enter the building. Mm-hmm. But like once I was in there, people weren't wearing masks and they were like crammed into a club like it would be, you know, before COVID. And I was just like, this is hard really, pass. really not safe. Yep. Um, yeah. A hard pass on that. Yeah. It's just like, oh, my God. It's... Especially with the new variant. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. I just got boosted on Monday, so. Yeah, I gotta go. I have to. Uh, I have to schedule my third shot and my flu shot because I still haven't got my flu shot. I completely spaced on that this year. I got my flu shot. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I went to do that this weekend. Crash! I went alone too to the club that was an hour away from my house that I knew no one. So that was also, believe me, I understand the social anxiety concerns. Um, but yeah, it's. It, but it was fun. The music was great. Um, super happy that I got to go. But I am very tired because I am on running on three hours of sleep right now. And I was up for almost 24 and, hours yesterday. And whose fault is that? Mine. There you go. Also, why did you say good morning to me and not everybody else? Because so you were probably awake at that yeah. time. He, so that's exactly it what was, we said, Ned. That's exactly what we said. It's just he he knows that Chris operates more like central okay. time and he knows that you're two hours ahead of me because yeah, i was yeah. like i like when i got up and i saw it and i was like why is he saying good morning to me at like 6 45 on the fucking weekend even i'm not up that early on the weekend like, jesus christ <laughs> i was like why why are you saying good morning to me i'm confused i thought you might have been up yeah. <laughs> um so uh chris was actually here he was Ready to record, and then he had a family emergency. Yeah, uh, and so literally he's... bolted in like a tense. <laughs> right it was like we it was like ten sentences that were spaced into like this amount of time. And so... Yeah, so he was he was ready to record, but um, if if you know Chris, you know that Chris is literally doing nothing but playing Final Fantasy fourteen right now, um, as he has been for a while. Um, he is working on his sage, which is the new healing class that came out with Endwalker. Yes, because um, early access just started showing yesterday. us all the spells this morning, and it looks really cool. What did he say? It's a combination of disc priest, paladin seals, and what was he saying, Gav? It was it was discipline priest. Paladin seals and and something else priest something else yeah yeah I have no and idea he was like about. he said it's like the most intuitive healing class he's played in Final Fantasy so far and he's absolutely loving it and it looks cool as shit too nice yeah and, um, and he he was we were watching him do a dungeon he was in with the other new class um they're called Reapers and that looked really neat too like they look really cool. Are you guys going to be getting the expansion? 
I will at some point. Um, I learned. I, I just realized and learned the other day that like I had quit in the last expansion so early that I actually have MSQ to finish. You which have a I, bunch of MSQ. I didn't yeah. realize. I was doing yeah. other stuff, and then I was like, "Wait a second! Why do I have stuff with the little flamies off it? That's MSQ." And then I was like, "Oh shit!" I have and yet, I, now, mind you, I will tell you, folks, I finished the MSQ myself in. Not quite record time, but pretty close to record time. And everyone was like, and I was talking about things, and Neth was like, oh, I finished the MSQ. You can go ahead and talk about anything you need to talk about. And I'm just like, okay. You said you quit a while ago, didn't you? <laughs> I was like, I didn't realize it because it wasn't tracking it. And so I was like, why? And then all of a sudden it popped up, and I was like, wait, what? Why? Um, <laughs> shit. <laughs> So yeah, that's fucked up. So she's got to she's probably got post patch content to finish most of the post patch content to finish. If I had to guess, I think I have before that to finish, too. That shit oh, wasn't God, like man. short either. It wasn't that dead. It should take some time. No, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's I fine. Just, it's just like I just I work way, way through it. The same as I work way through other stuff. So yeah, you just take your time. And that's that's why I was always like I gave Kevin shit before I played 14 because I constantly listened to LB berating him about not being finished with his MSQ. <laughs> but I'm definitely of the like, just do shit at your own pace. I, I will. OK, but also part of the reason why Kevin was getting berated was because he doesn't wasn't done with his MSQ and wasn't logging on to work on it. <laughs> so you know there was I mean, that just like, he, you, 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 you play the game at your own pace alright it's like if he has if he's like committed if Kevin had like committed to be like yeah I'll be raid ready in a week like that's one thing but if it was just like hey yeah I'm gonna play the MSQ I'm gonna do things the way I want to do it that's fine it's whatever I berated him for not reading the fucking story I read the story. Oh my god! Sorry, retaining the story. Yeah, Yeah. nothing. Do you remember this person? No, they were in the cutscene you just watched. (laughs) (laughs) I, I mean, the more that like Chris and others are typing about like what's going on with this new expansion, the more I'm happy I'm not playing that game. Why? (laughs) Because I'm just like I'm so happy I don't have to worry about any of that shit. Kevin doesn't give a shit about story. Kevin is a gameplay kind of person, and I respect that. Yes, which is is why chopping like I will chop down trees in New World for fucking hours and be completely happy about that. And like, and and, and that would make me insane. I look at it like therapy, you know, don't you have a repetitive task that you do that you like enjoy doing any? Like, do you knit or anything, Nath? Or cross stitch? Yeah, there See? you go. What is cross stitching? Yeah. Doop, 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 doop. Yeah, it's well, what she's saying. It's yes repetitive. And no, but yeah, because when you have to change off colors, it's it's not repetitive. But yeah. it's not repetitive. It's, but it's, it's overall the actions you are yeah, performing yeah, are incredibly repetitive. Right. Yeah. It's a repetitive, it, and it's therapeutic. Yeah, I want to learn how to crochet so that I can I, make those little. So, um, Nath, what are fact, they called? Um, Amagurumi or M M is something. Hold on. I gotta look it up. Is it something you can wear? Okay, it's A M I G U R U M I. Amagurumi. Amagurumi. Okay, so they're little cross stitch patterns, but they're like mini vert, like they're they're about this big, and they're like little 
Like, you can get, like, all different pop culture ones and, like, just Google it. They're super freaking cute, and I want to learn how to make them because they're, they're adorable. They're like little stuffed animals. Oh. Now, yeah. I'd like, to give you, I'd like to give you a little bit of information about myself real quick. Do you crochet? I can crochet, and I used to cross-stitch. Really? Oh, mm-hmm. my God, we have just so many conversations. <laughs> yeah. uh, my wife knits this, and crochets. And I have, she like, the hooks and stuff for learning to crochet but i just i don't i have anybody to teach me so yeah it's it's it uh uh-huh what's up kevin which is the one that has just like the like this way and this way and then you like hook a piece of yarn through it that's that's crochet no 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 you're talking like it has a mesh and then you hook the yeah that's that's rug hooking yeah that's rug hook yeah Yeah, that's what i know how to do because my grandma i've done a few of those i've done a few of those um my wife also quilts I can't sew for shit, oh. which is funny because I crochet like I, I can cross stitch like nothing. That's a completely different set of skills. Yeah, crochet, and, and, yeah, like cross stitching. Like everybody's everybody's like, oh, but you can cross stitch. I'm like, it's not the same yeah. thing. Well, <laughs> so so uh, she knows about this already and she never watched the show anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But I bought her a cry cut uh, cricket for Christmas. Oh, those are so cool. I bought her one of those because she does acrylic and resin stuff and she wanted to do some vinyl appliques and some die cut stuff for that. So, uh, she, does she make dice. Uh, she can. We might have to talk. Um, the other thing, the part that she doesn't know I'm doing is I'm buying her a vacuum chamber also for her resin work. Oh, cool. What resin? What? Oh, we're okay. So, so Resin, the, 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 the greatest death knell of a resin project is air bubbles inside of the resin when it's, when it's curing. So what you do is you put it under a vacuum and that pulls the air bubbles out of the resin while Before it's it has curing. time to solidify. Yeah. Solidify. Mm-hmm. So you get a, it also helps get a nice clear, if you're going for like a clear resin, which she does a lot of like charms and sticker, like acrylic stickers that are cased in acrylic and resin, like sandwiched in there. So that they're. Does she have a store? Like she got an Etsy or something? She is actually just restarting her Etsy and Facebook Marketplace stores. So I will send nice. you some of this stuff. Yeah. Um, I I get to do dad jokes all the time and bad puns, which is what a lot of the stuff that she's making right now is. <laughs> um, oh, that's awesome, though. Yeah, I yeah. want to see it. I'll I'll send you some of the stuff. I'll send you the link to what she do, what she's doing right now. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm buying her a vacuum chamber for her resin work, which she doesn't know about. Uh, they're that's cheap. awesome. I, I, well, no, but it's still <laughs> awesome. Yes, it is. But the nice part is, is that I can actually have uses for the vacuum chamber also. So that's really that's a good thing as well. Um, you just made it less awesome. <laughs> everything I do, everything I do, everything my wife and I do together <laughs> is something that is going to benefit the both of ulterior us. Ulterior motive. Day. It's always ulterior motive. <laughs> I was originally going to buy her an embroidery machine. Cause she wanted, she, she does that kind of stuff. She does a lot of crafty stuff. I was going to buy her an embroidery machine. Um, I want a hand surgery and I can't find one. Um, I actually, well, I, I can't help you with Canada, but I actually, I actually like, I have a long Amazon list of, uh, various sewing implements and things like that for her that I'm buying over time. Uh, but yeah, hand surgery is one of them. And that the surgery is partially because I keep tearing and ripping my pants apart. So, like Kevin, the the big thick uh, the big thick folds on like a pair of pants, the big thick uh, uh, seams, those are actually done with a serger because they're 
structurally more strong, more str- they have mm-hmm. more strength structurally than a normal <laughs> stitch does. But Makes yeah. sense. Um, but no, like uh, originally I was going to buy her an embroidery machine and partially because I wanted her to do that for like the quilting stuff. But for me also, because then I could just get a do custom embroidery on my shirts for work because I don't like T-shirts. I am not a T-shirt person. I like a button down and my workplace doesn't offer a button down option for our work shirts. So I was going to do embroidery. So you're going to make your own? I'm just going to make my own. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's creative. I like it. Um, so the reason I tear my pants at work is not because I'm a thick boy. Um, it's because I work in construction sites. If, and, if the person in red would like to just join us, you know, he, he could. Um, it's because I work in construction sites and I'm constantly snagging my clothes on uh, construction material. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's what I'm I, I bought. I bought her a cry cut and so we're gonna see and i i i like vinyl appliques they're always fun die cut stickers and things like that so crafting Uh, coast to coast yep crafting coast to coast hey the whole part of reason why we rebanded was so we could talk about other things that we're passionate (laughs) about we just accidentally found something that we're all oddly passionate about we all (laughs) have some connection to which is kind of cool because it was unexpected yeah um, so me personally, I've been playing uh, over the last two weeks. I've been playing a lot of 14, um, just working on various jobs, waiting for Endwalker to launch. Um, uh, and I've also been playing a lot of No Man's Sky. Hmm. Uh, because, like I said, I've just been kind of. I think the I've kids been, kind been of playing that by by myself. And yeah, I, I like No Man's mm-hmm. Sky. It, they did a lot of it's the same thing like when Destiny launched Forsaken, Destiny 2 launched Forsaken. Like it was a huge uptick in the quality of the game, and No Man's Sky has done the same thing. They've done like sixteen fucking like major and or minor expansion projects, and the game is super playable and fun. So That's cool. yeah. Except, didn't you like sustain a huge loss the other day? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I uh, I forgot. Uh, there's like. Three or four days ago. Yeah, I forgot. I thought I had gotten in my ship and I didn't. And I was on an extreme planet and I died several times and lost the entire inventory I had. So that was great. That was great. It was a superheated storm cell that uh, boiled me alive in my suit four times. I lost my inventory. That was fun. I'm sorry, but that's funny. It was hilarious. It was dumb as shit because I thought I had gotten in my ship and I didn't. I clearly did not. He's and like, oh I came God. back because I think I was telling I yeah. think I was telling Perry goodnight because I stay up a couple hours after she does normally most nights. She usually goes to bed about nine thirty to ten, nine to ten, somewhere in that range. And I'm usually like eleven to twelve. Yeah. Uh and so I thought I got him a ship and I didn't. Mm. And yeah, that was not great. That was not good. Uh that was a lot of inventory loss. But you know what? It's a game that's predicated on building things and gathering. So I was fine with it. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah, I got over it fast. He just um, came back for, to his computer. He's like, I just lost the 10. I just lost 10 hours worth of gameplay. I just lost 10 <laughs> hours worth of progress. And I was like, oh, well, back to the grind. Yeah. Fuck. Yep. yep. Um, so, Dev, mm. what have you been up to? Um, well, as you pointed out in your guilt inducing opening, yep. <laughs> a, lo- a lot of <laughs> Warzone and Vanguard. Um, there's a event going on right now. 
until the new map comes out. So three more days, the new the new uh, Warzone map hits. So I'm trying to get the stuff finished to get the cosmetics from it. Um, I've been logging in on Wednesdays. Um, Seth and Vil and a few other people do like the the mount runs on Wednesday. So I lo- hop in with them and. And those are the people I should be getting together with <laughs> yes, to play 14. Because they're actually playing other stuff too. But they're I just actively playing, yeah. Yeah, they are actively playing. Um, I've just been hopping on on Wednesdays when when they do the mount runs and go through because they do all the horses and then all the birds. So, and then, yep. yeah. Um, and then I started playing, I've only just started playing it. It's a game called Yesterday Origins. Um, I got it on one of the... Black Friday sales. Sorry about the hiccups. <laughs> I've got okay. it on one, one of the Black Friday sales um, for my Xbox. Um, so I've been playing that on the console. It's it's interesting so far. It's a puzzle solver. Um, so and and like you know, like the original Resident Evil when it came out, like puzzle solver like that, where like you would pick up one thing and you'd have to inspect it, and you'd pick up something else, and you'd have to, and then they put them together and stuff like that. Like a point and click adventure game, like monkey Island, which is currently which available I, with Amazon grabbed, Prime. I grabbed them when you said that I went and grabbed them. Cause I've never heard of them before, but I'm, I looked and I'm going to, I grabbed them off the thing. And so I'm, I'll play those too. Um, they're, they're but, very dated. So be aware. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, but yeah, so I, I picked that up and it's, it starts off. Like I'm only at the beginning of the game, but it starts off um, circa the Spanish inquisition. So I'm currently in a jail cell being held by the Spanish Inquisition, awaiting torture. <laughs> That's a thing. Yep. So, yeah, it, but it, it's the storyline so far has been interesting because like talking to the other characters and stuff like that has it's amusing. So um, we'll okay. see where it goes. All right. Um, hey, Kevin. Yeah. You, you forgot something. Would you like to take care of that while we're doing the other thing? I forgot something. Countries. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I know how much you love doing that. So. I'm like spaced. Go yeah, on. you're all good. You didn't get much sleep, so it's fine. Um, so we haven't uh, gotten a lot of feedback. That's pretty normal for this group. So, I mean, I'm not angry about that. It's okay. It's whatever. Um, I get very I, excited when we do get feedback, but yeah, it's what it is. Probably because we don't usually get feedback. <laughs> yeah, no, that's totally fair. Um, but I think we need to start talking to some folks um, and, and, you know, reaching out to people and seeing what's been going on. But some of the stuff that's going on right now in the like the 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 sort yeah. of bigger news that have been going on. Yeah. Uh, one of the things we haven't mentioned uh, that we'll be mentioning in this is, uh, you know, some stuff that's going on. We're going to be I'm going to be mentioning one small thing, not really a small thing that's going on with one of Blizzard's uh, satellite studios uh, that just happened like yesterday. Uh, So that's going to be kind of sucky to talk about, but we're going to try to not talk about too much Blizzard stuff because we fucking overloaded people last week, I think. Oh, you overloaded me. Yep. Like, like having having come back and then like not having been following the news and then you guys are just like dumping everything that happened. And I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, we don't have any shout outs. No real big things going on this week. Um, Kevin, did you want to go through your countries? Yeah, we have countries. We have people in different countries that listen to the show. Did you guys know that? 
Wait, I mean, you wait, tell wait, us this frequently. Wait, 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 wait. Are you shitting me? USA, Russian Federation, Spain, Canada, and Germany have listened to the show. They're what? The Canada has dropped to number four? I'm disappointed, Canada. Rush, Russia and Spain are behind Canada. Russia's time. Canadian, Kevin. I mean, you, you can and I are gonna, you and I are gonna end up fighting at some point today. Well, Rush is Canadian. Rush is Canadian. The band Rush. Oh my God. The band Rush is Canadian. Moving on to oh news. Oh my God. Me, I know that one for a fact. Don't start that shit with me. <sighs> um. Okay. Does uh? Who would like to go first? What here? was our top story in the news? Um. I think. Chris. I think 14 is the Chris biggest is our top thing. story. I think 14 is the biggest one that's coming out. Final um, Fantasy. 14. Okay, I have I have two quick ones. So, um, one, um, so everybody knows that Battlefield 2042 isn't doing well. Um, the Spawn showed me this, and I thought it was hilarious, so I saved it so that I could bring it up on the podcast. On Steam, Farming Simulator 22 has more active players than Battlefield 2042. So right now, Battlefield has 49,000 and change active players, and Farming Simulator 22 has almost 88,000. So, at, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, and at peak, all-time peak, Battlefield hit 105,000 and change, as did Farming Simulator, but Farming Simulator was a little bit more change, which so, just amuses me. I will point out that battle forming simulator 2022 is only on pc and i believe it's just on the major storefronts mm, farming no, simulator 2022? i'm pretty think it's, i think it's on xbox how wait there's forty nine thousand people playing battle battlefront i mean there was on sunday last week oh well, no apparently it's on all the consoles yeah, I was gonna say I'm sure it's uh, on the I'm sure it's, it's not on the console. No, it doesn't look like it's on the But this yes, this is five, this is strictly the Steam numbers. Yeah, this is just strictly Steam numbers. Strictly so. Steam numbers. I mean, have you guys seen like videos of Battle Battlefield? No. It's not great. No, but I've heard it's bad. <laughs> I, and I, I've heard too that apparently like the new the new thing that everybody's losing their minds about is they're getting it like a Santa skin, and everybody's like, what the fuck? Like, apparently it's bad. <laughs> the, like, the game doesn't even run. It's just, wow. Okay. Yep. That's surprising. Yep. But yeah, yeah. so I thought, I thought, thought, thought that the numbers were just really funny. And I was like, okay, I need to save this just for the podcast because this amuses me. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a worthwhile story. Yeah. I mean, it's for amusement. It is. Okay, so the other one, so Take-Two Interactive, okay, who owns um, the Rockstar's parent company, okay, so Rockstar, Grand Theft Auto, et cetera, okay? They have filed a, a whole wave of trademark disputes, okay? Their current target is the game It Takes Two, okay? So it's those two little yarn people and you have to work together to get through the levels. I'm sure you've seen yeah. people playing it on. Okay. 
So they've gone after them basically saying that um, they should own the rights to the entire name. It takes two. Um, it was made by Hazelite Studios. It's published by EA. There's no connection to take two, which is hyphenated. Um, so <laughs> they're saying that. So the documents appear to imply that the ownership of the It Takes Two trademark was either abandoned or left to lapse earlier this year. It names the Game of the Year contenders developer as the defendant, while Take-Two is the potential opposer. So either Take-Two has picked up on the trademark being available, or it is actively trying to take it from Hazelite. Um, they're also apparently trying to trademark and own the words um, Rockstar, Bully, and all variants thereof. Which is, this is all kind of wild because It Takes Two came out this year. Yeah. Like, it's it's been out for a while. I remember it being announced at E3 over a year ago. Yeah, like, its initial and, release and so date was March 26th. Like, its initial release date was March 26th, 2021. Yeah, and this, this all only came out in the last three days that they're doing this. So it's only in the last three days that they have made this file made this filing and it's like really why now what why now so but yeah i just i thought it was really really odd that they're they're trying to claim that they're um oh where is it sorry just let me find the quote in the the article yeah the game uh, the game was officially revealed at ea play in june 2020 uh, EA first announced that it had signed a publishing deal with Hazelite for the game in 2019. Yeah. Um, can't find the quote in the article that I have up right now, but it was basically like to the effect of that the game is taking advantage of um, taking advantage of and earning money based on its connection to take two. So and it was like per the Wikipedia <laughs> no. article. Per the Wikipedia article for the game, It Takes Two. After the game was released, Hazelight Studios attempted to file a trademark for the name It Takes Two, but Take Two Interactive filed a trademark complaint, arguing that it was too close to their trademark on the words Take and Two. Hazelight abandoned the trademark application of the name, making it difficult for them to engage in certain types of marketing, but the developers said they are hopeful it will be resolved. Yeah. That is per the Wikipedia. But, I mean, I... It's... As of... As how, do you, October, how do you own the word bully? Like, how do you also own the words take and two? And, and rockstar. Rock yeah. Like, how many games? Like, come on. Like, they need to get over themselves a tiny bit. This is a little silly. By October of this year, it takes two had sold three million copies. It looks like a really cute game. Yeah, I want to play it's it. It's a very cute and very fun game. Uh, the fun part about it is that uh, you you if you, only one person actually has to own the game. I was just going to say that I noticed that I noticed that on Steam that if you buy it, you get uh, some kind of special code to invite other people to play with another you, yeah. person to play with you. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's a really neat way of doing it, so that you don't have to have both people have the money for it, or have LB gift it to you. Yeah, that's LB. Yeah, that's how he works normally. <laughs> um, here, go play Mass Effect, everybody. <laughs> everybody. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah, like that's it's a wild ass story, and it's just like that's the copyright system run amok. So, yay. Hmm. 
Jesus H. Christ. All right. That's all I had this week. I didn't have a lot. Okay. I, um, it was a little busy for me. So, Kevin, did you want to talk about the New World stuff or do you want me to go into the ABK stuff? Let me do that quick because there's okay. a few stories that we can do. Oh my God. I can't to, stop yawning. I'm sorry. And try to bang them out. Um, at the end game of New World, which I don't know a lot of people have gotten to because it takes quite a long time to get there. It takes like, I think 40 hours, 50 hours maybe to get there. Um, but there is a system called the high watermark system. And basically when you kill a monster, you get a chance to get an increased item drop for one of your various inventory slots. And then that may drop one eye level higher, two eye levels higher, but like usually only one or two eye levels higher. Um, and then you have to do that through 100 eye levels for all your gear, and it's all independent. So it's quite a grindy-ass system, and you can only get that kind of stuff from maybe killing a monster or opening up a chest in the highest level zones, and a lot of them are very difficult to do solo. So people group up and they go into different zones and they, you know, try to work together to, to what they call chest runs, which is doing running through a zone and collecting all the chests in that zone for hope that maybe they'll get a higher eye level gear in one of their like six or seven different inventory slots. Um, obviously this is a ridiculously weird system in terms of how to have end game progression. So they're making some changes to that. Um, uh, basically it's going to increase your chance of getting something if you didn't get something when you killed something. So it sounds like a, um, bad luck protection type of system. Um, and then the, the part that people are up in arms about is that you were able to like craft gear in order to just magically have something that's higher eye level, which was good because you could give all your resources to your friend in your guild and they can make you some gear and then hey now you've got like competitive gear that's all going away and that person is going to have to grind eye level just to be able to craft something that's a higher eye level so they can make pants one after another after another but if they don't have um like a good skill in that either through a bunch of crafting or if they haven't killed monsters to already increase their eye level, they're not going to be able to craft something that's a higher eye level, which is actually seems okay because it prevents people from like just magically having gear that they, you know, didn't earn, but you know, people are earning that through crafting systems. Um, so y'all paid more, 40 bucks for a beta. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's kind of beta ish about this game. But uh, that's one of the main changes. The other main change is about server merges and they're trying to consolidate low population servers and they've picked a server that is going to be merged. Um, it is Marty and Britannia. Marty and Britannia. 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 Um, those two worlds will be merged. Um, I think people are going to be most concerned about the fact that this is a game where you can control territory on the map. So the people that are going into the world that are getting merged, they're not going to own any territory anymore. They're basically going to be given money. And it's like, hey, here's some money equivalent to some of the taxes that you would have gotten by owning this territory. But you don't own that territory anymore. The people who are on the server that you're getting merged into already own that territory. So people are going to have to reorganize and like 
capture territories, which I don't think they're going to like. Um, you know, the, I mean, this, it's all kind of weird. Um, and then there's a bunch of data mine stuff about New World, too, that is potentially going to happen, including a group finder, which is like, we're already back to that system. So time to rehash a bunch of old WoW stuff that they are now yep. just figuring out how to implement. Um, yep. I, I mean, I think instead of talking about either of these two articles at all, I think the more important thing to talk about is it feels nice to be on a server where there's consistent people on that server and you get to know them. And like, like um, I was actually watching one of the wars that LB did recently, which they won, but like people were calling out specific players on the opposing faction team because they know that that player is a good player. And like, when they see them on the war field, they're like, dude, we need to kill this guy because this guy's a fucking badass and he's going to wreck us if we don't get him first, you know? And like that to me only comes from having a single group of players on that server, right? Not just like random people getting thrown into an instance or a shard. So it's, it's nice to see that like, you know, reputation matters, you know, your reputation on the server, like, and you're grouping up with other guilds when you do wars. So like they get to know who your good players are and stuff. And, and then poach um, them. Well, poach them, whatever. But still, it's like people are fighting together for a common cause. And it's really cool to see that. Um, and then the other thing that happened was they were doing like a chest run and I got invited to like participate. And we actually had two full groups of players from our guild going around and like doing a common activity together for like, you know, probably over an hour just doing that. But it was like something that we were doing together. It, you know, it was kind of like a, a natural raid that formed, you know, it wasn't like a raid event where we went and did a raid, but it was like, everyone wanted to do the same activity. So we like all did it together, like a group of 10 of us. And it just, it felt fun, you know, and we were all on discord and we're chatting and it was like, something that just kind of naturally happened instead of like having to force it or having to go through a raid finder. And it was like a nice chill activity. And like, no one was super amped up about something or complaining about someone not doing something the right way. It was just fun. I was like, I miss this, you know, <laughs> like, I, mean, I don't know if I've ever had that in an MMO. That just sounds like, like a guild getting together to go do something. Yeah. But it wasn't like, <laughs> something that was on the calendar and people were like late that, to. And, so, you know, you, I think you've got this kind of skewed idea of how those work. Cause it's like a lot of times when I like back when I was playing, wow, a lot of times it was just like, Oh, Hey, I'm going to go do a Sethic run or back in BC. It's like, I'm going to go do Sethic runs. I've already got my on Anybody else need it? Or I'm going to go do, I, I had, I missed the Karazan raid for the week. Anybody else want to come kind of thing? Like it, it wasn't like highly scheduled, didn't have to be highly scheduled. Like I did like BC, especially I did a lot of content where I was not like BC and wrath. I did a lot of content where I was just kind of like pick up stuff. It's just like, Oh, Hey, five other people want to come do something with me. So let's just, let's go find four people and just go finish it up. It's, it's routed up to a 10 man and go do a 10 man real quick. Yeah. Not a big deal. It's well, I think I, joined wow when people were already jaded and not doing shit yeah, like if, that you you and came in at wad you came in during wad uh during world was a drainer and yeah that was uh, it was a lot of a different system um it was also a very mature system at that point so people weren't didn't um, unless you got into a very engaged guild and in a very engaged play group 
Yeah, it was a lot of like, oh, hey, this is your raid time login. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's cool. And I and I think some of the systems that they have in New World, like crafting, you know, it kind of lends itself to just people being online and just like cutting down trees. And it's like, hey, do you want to go do this? And they're like, sure, I'm just like cutting down some trees. I'm, you know, it's not like they're in heavily engaged in something. So it's like people are more willing to like jump in and help out. And um, yeah, yeah. I no, I, 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 I've really, I've really been enjoying the game. It's, it's still really fun to me. Although I've kind of gotten to a point where <clears throat> um, it's kind of like, you feel like you don't know what to do because you're not getting experience for doing quests. Although you can do quests and you have to do this, you know, these chest runs that LB has been doing. And it's just, that can be, really boring and monotonous uh, to do the same thing over and over again and try to grind eye level basically. So if they could figure out how to make that fun, (laughs) that would be, that would be helpful. But the, the, I haven't engaged in a lot of the PVP stuff either, but a ton of the game is PVP related, which, um, you know, can't, I'm I'm sure is fun and I've done some of it, but uh, that would help with like finding stuff to do as well. So anywho, Hey, <laughs> Sorry, it's contagious. I know. I know. Everybody's just tired. Okay, we always are tired. Yeah. That's um, my new world rant. Did we want to talk about this Call of Duty thing that I have in here as well? Or I, I put it in here to spur some conversation out of Neth. Call of Duty knows. is the um the IGN article reads: Call of Duty Warzone is making a big gameplay change, and fans are wary over it. Warring. That says boring. Warring. Warring. Oh, okay. They're warring over it. They're making a change where certain weapons from Vanguard can only be used in the Vanguard Royale Royale mode. Is that a problem, Neth? That sounds normal to me. I don't see why it would be a problem. I, I mean, I, I get that people are gonna like their their shiny fancy weapons that they've collected and stuff like that, but it also makes sense that if you're in a vanguard mode that you should only be able to use vanguard weapons because you know like they're circa world war ii yeah (laughs) oh (laughs) the i agree with i mean it depends it to me that would be something if they were going to do like a tournament mode you know it's like we're going to do a tournament mode of the new map and you can only use new weapons from the new map and it's all new stuff you know versus something where you could it's more of like an open gameplay mode where you can kind of like hearthstone that's what i'm thinking about like league maps or like ranked mode versus open what do they call that gaff uh wild uh, wild is the it's a little bit uh a little bit yeah yeah like a wild kind of thing our magic gathering on arena calls it historic mm-hmm. yeah kind of like anything goes you can use any guns or Older you can use shit, any yeah. cards yeah. versus you can only use the new shit. Um, that's what it sounds like to me. And then the second part is you can't use some of the newer features like vehicles and dogfighting on the older maps. So, okay. I mean, did they forget to integrate the game like when they created it, or did they just like create a new branch, a development branch, and kind of everything is on that new development branch, and that's why you can't use, you know, the old weapons in the new map and you can't use the new um, 
I forget what they're called, kill streaks on mm-hmm. the old map. It's like, I don't know. If you're gonna like, why not just make a new game and have it be separate? It just, I don't, I don't think they've really thought through or worked through how features kind of work together because like Warzone was supposed to be the one thing that everybody could do across all the games, right, Neth? Like, yeah. No matter what game you have, you can at least play Warzone. But like, they pick and choose what you can do in Warzone from these games that they've created. And it's probably just because it's a development nightmare to try to figure out how to integrate it all because mm-hmm. there would be a tons of shit that you'd have to test. But I mean, why not just have Warzone be its own thing and like develop it separately instead of having to do these tie-ins and then not doing them at a hundred percent or having them be different and dis- disparate instead of having like a single Warzone thing that they just develop by itself. What good is the integration? I mean, is it just tacked on at this point? I don't know. Like, I, I haven't followed a lot of this. I haven't played the mode. Like, I was, I was reading this while you were talking. Um, mm. There's a limited edition mode that's on right now. Um, not tied to the event that I've been doing to get the stuff, but it's on at the same time as the event. It's like a flashback mode or something like it's called. I think it's Operation Flashback or something like that. Um, and so people are saying that it's like. Um, it's a similar change was run during that. And a lot of people were like, well, that's stupid. And then other people were like, no, this is great. Because like right now, the like the big thing is with the loadouts. Um, a lot of people are like, you know, like loadouts are such an important factor in winning that, you know, like changing it isn't necessarily a bad thing because one of the changes that was made is that you can't buy a loadout until after the first free one has dropped. Hmm. Right. So that keeps everybody on and and even you're playing with what you find until the first free one drops. Hmm. Right. There's which, you know, evens things out a little bit as opposed to if somebody gets a lot, you know, you'll lucky find a lucky orange chest that has like, a giant sack of cash in it and instant loadout, you know, it can make a huge difference, but I don't know. I, people going to bitch about stuff no matter what, like I, I'm going to wait and see him actually get, you know, play the new map, see what the new map feels like. Like I have no idea what's coming, you know, does it make sense to me to only be able to use Vanguard weapons in a mode called Vanguard Royale? Yes. Cause that's not the normal battle Royale. Yeah, you know, like that's not the standard meta. But but there's also going to be a battle royale mode is still going to exist. It's not so like the if, Vanguard Royale is the only option. There's still going like, to be a normal battle royale. If they do it like they've done any of the other shit they've done, it'll be tucked away in a side menu somewhere. That's the problem. Is because they do not wish to balance for that anymore, and they have run into the same problem that card games like Magic and Hearthstone run into, which yeah. is you have to balance for an increasingly wide pool of meta, yeah. and you can't mm. balance against everything all the time. That's why Wild in Hearthstone and you know Historic in Magic the Gathering, they don't typically get balance changes, nerfs, or buffs to cards in those formats unless they are way way performing 
outside of every conceivable thing. Like um, in Hearthstone, I know. Uh, there were a couple of decks uh, during several of the standard rotations that just absolutely dominated the standard rotations. Um, but and, and they would nerf them and that's fine. But then they go into wild and or historic and then they in Hearthstone's case, they would revert the nerfs when they moved when they rotated out of standard. They would revert the nerfs and they would go back to the original implementation in the wild format because wild was inherently a much higher power level comparatively you cannot balance against that power level there's no way to unless you want to spend all of your time going back through year in in hearthstone's case it, go back through almost a decade's worth of stuff in because it's it been around that long i want to say it was 2014 but i'm not 100 percent. i'm double checking that oh doesn't seem like that long i mean i believe that, I, I believe you that it is it just it doesn't feel like that long but yeah hearthstone came out originally in 2014 so it's like having to balance what what's that now at this point uh, seven years worth of content mm -hmm. um, oh my god you got me started in magic's case in magic gathering's case balancing 25 years over 25 yeah. years of content it's hard to do you can't do that you can't dedicate you don't have enough hours and payroll in the world to balance that content completely, especially with tens of thousands of interactions. Like in the case of Magic the Gathering, there's tens of thousands of various card interactions and rule changes and things like that that have happened over the years that makes it incredibly difficult to do a balance against it. I understand what they're doing from that standpoint. Yeah. And then kind of like moving that mode. That's the side mode. We're not going to we're not going to talk about this mode anymore. I get that. I understand. But at the same time, it's kind of cowardly. I don't know that it's going to be a side mode, though. Like, we're going to have to wait and see. I think it's going to be that there's going to be both and you can play which one you prefer. But until it releases in a couple more days, we don't fucking know. So yep. early access goes live on the 8th and then the mode drops on the 9th. Yeah, I know I've got three days and so many hours to finish my thing. So the. To me, it's just like, I mean, the guns in this case are the cards from Hearthstone, right? Yeah. You have to keep pumping out new and new and new guns and attachments. And it's like, I mean, maybe we just need a common set of guns and we just use those across different maps or something. So I actually have an anecdote for this. Wow, that was okay. painful. What? Your S, that was painful for some reason. <laughs> so I have an anecdote for that. There is an experimental mode. So uh, Hearthstone is doing this and um, a couple of other games, a couple of other like TCG style games do this. It's what's called, um, it, it's seasonal content, essentially. So you have what's called a rotating core. Okay. So in, <clears throat> so in arena mode for, for Hearthstone, I believe they still do this. Um, arena is a draft mode where you draft a series of cards from a predetermined selection, a predetermined chunk of history of the game. So it might have you do drafts from uh, uh, Gadget Zan and from uh, Stormwind and from uh, uh, the, the, the Baron's expansion. Those all expansions, all of those cards will be available to select from the arena pool. Now that you will be given a randomly selected set of three from those available cards. And then you get to pick from those. And then 
a month later, two months later, three months later, four months later, whatever, they rotate different three sets. They rotate the sets and they give you a different set of things that are available to go from. I that that's kind of what you're talking about, Kevin. It's where it's there's a there's a core set of weapons that are available at all times, but that set rotates as the seasons Mm -hmm. change or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just trying to think about how to cut down the pool of guns to have to like balance against and i don't even know if it's map specific or if it's not map specific but i mean the problem is is that you got a new game you have to create new guns and then you have another new game you have to create more new guns and then you just got this and you're trying to dump all of those guns into a single war zone map to be Uh able to use or select from or whatever yep and it just yeah it becomes unmanageable to have to test all the combinations of guns next to each other and i mean for all intents and purposes, the meta yeah. is whatever that set of guns is. You know, it's like they'll nerf the shit out of one gun. No one will fucking use that anymore. And then everyone will be playing with two guns that are considered the best guns anyway. Yep. So, like, whether they want that to happen or not, what you just explained is happening. You know? Yep. That's, that's, it's a, that's what I'm saying. There's, there's an anecdote for that because it's basically what it sounds like they're trying to do is they're trying to balance their standard mode, their, 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 up-to-date mode their most current current mode. season yeah yeah off of the guns available just from this selection now the interesting thing to see would be if in the future they rotate around like and they say they release another expansion that has uh, another game that has a whole new set of guns in a different time frame yeah. it's it's the future time or whatever and then they just start theming the seasons for warzone around each of those rotations so you, you might just rotate it might be like, oh, hey, well, season 26 is going to be uh, modern warfare and season 27 is going to be uh, infinite warfare 15 or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know what the games are. Um, <laughs> and season 28 is going to be Vanguard and then season 29 is going to be back to Vanguard again. They're going to do a double Vanguard season and then the season 30 is yeah. infinite warfare, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That would be interesting to see. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I would like a system like you had where they pick a few games from a few different or a few guns from a few games, and then you have to use them for 30 days. And at the end of the 30 days, they look at the stats. How do they compare against each other? And they make tweaks. And then we get we get out of this cycle of like, we're going to nerf this gun and we're going to buff this gun and we're going to we're going to like, who gives a shit? Who can keep with all that shit is the problem is, is that they need to sell copy. They need to sell games. Right. But, but we're, we're talking about balance to a certain extent too, because it's yes, like, yes, ins- that, that, instead fine. of like tweaking these very minute numbers and like tweaking them, take the whole fucking gun out and then put it back the next season and have them be different guns and then try that out and see what happens. Their concern at the end of the day is not competitive multiplayer balance or competitive war zone balance. Their concern at the end of the day is how many copies of the next game are we selling? They don't give two shits. So they are going to artificially create scarcity by releasing a new game and telling you, you have to go buy the new game to use the new mode. Yeah. But that's how they're going to do that. The problem is, is like that wasn't the spirit of what Warzone was in the beginning. The spirit of Warzone to me was anybody can jump in and play this game. Spirit of Wars, it was a quick cash grab to get, well, yeah. to get in on the battle royale craze. 
I know, but like what it was at the core was like anyone can like go play this game and see if you're good or not. Okay, wait. I don't think you have to own Vanguard to play the Vanguard Royal no, map but, in Warzone. Uh, but the say? unlocks for all the various guns, I believe, are still tied to your progression within multiplayer. Well, I mean, the the problem is, is that multiplayer is so much more goddamn effective for leveling your guns up that if you're just leveling your guns up in Warzone, good fucking luck. Because yeah. it's going to um, take you about 10 years. I got to say, of the three that I've played, I like the multiplayer in Vanguard the most so far. It's fucking fun. How is it any different than the last one, then? What, so it's just, so like, it's just it? like the major difference. There was a huge I like difference. The maps between, better. I, there's so there many was, things I like better. There was a major difference between uh, uh, Modern Warfare's multiplayer and Cold War's multiplayer. That was it was it was it was actually kind of a very jarring difference, which is oh, the reason yeah. why I didn't yes. play Cold War was because there was a very jarring difference between the multiplayer modes, because, again, it's released by different studios. Yeah. They're developed and released by different I didn't studios. Enjoy oh, so the this multiplayer is like, in Cold War. I really like the multiplayer in Vanguard. Yeah, so because it's more like the first one. I can't remember the other expansion. The first one uh, we played, Modern Cold Warfare. War, Modern Warfare and Vanguard are the games in order at the moment. What was the one that's like Modern the arcade Warfare game? then Cold War then? I wasn't doing it in order, Nath. I was just listing oh. the games. That was all. Oh, sorry. I thought you were doing it in order. That's why I was like, no. <laughs> you got two yeah, backwards. That, that one that came out by the other studio, I hate that one. Both of them are different both studios. Five different studios. Yeah. All three the, are different studios. There are, there all are three, three of them? Or, there are three or four different yeah. studios that uh, Activision rotates, rotates. through. No, yeah, the one so. that came out just before this one. Uh, Black Ops? Black Ops Cold yeah. War. Blops. Yeah, yeah, Black Ops Cold War. So that was Cold War. So that was the one that came out. Yeah, it was Cold yeah. War. So it went I didn't Modern enjoy Warfare. the multiplayer in it. Yeah. No. So on it's their normal yearly releases, it went cold. It went infinite. Uh, uh, Modern Warfare, Cold War, and then uh, this one, Vanguard. Vanguard. This is the yearly release for 2021. Yep. Okay. So we didn't. So this wasn't the same studio that did Modern Warfare. We haven't. We haven't duplicated a studio yet. That oh, should wow. be next year or the year after. Yep. Maybe I should try this one then. I'm having fun with it. Like I'm having a lot of fun with it. Even like the way they like the way you unlock the operators is different. You know, like you start with one operator and you unlock the operators just by doing like one is by, you know, doing the sneak up behind somebody and melee the the finishing move kills um, mm -hmm. is how you unlock one of them. One of them is unlocked from prone kills. Like there's, there's different, they're not hard to unlock. Like they're, they're not yeah. difficult. It, it's just stuff you'd be doing anyways. It's normal, but you still have to unlock them. Right. And um, one of the interesting things too, is all of the operators have a favorite weapon. And if you use their favorite weapon, the weapon and the operator level faster. Interesting. Yep. Huh. Interesting. So, it's, it, it's, it's definitely like some of the stuff that they put in, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Okay, I like that. Um, clans now have levels. Um, so, you know, like the, the clans have levels and you can set up like what your clan emblem and everything looks like. You can't, nobody can duplicate it. Um, as you level, you get um, 
cosmetic perks. Um, there's like a bunch of different frames and stuff for your things. There's there's a lot of stuff that they've put in that's just like cosmetic fun, but it's still like it's cool. There's perks to doing stuff, and there's you know like so you there's an advantage to being in clans. You level together. You get perks for playing together. Stuff like that. Um, you know it's it's done differently than the other two have been, but I'm, I'm having fun with it. What's the time to kill? Like, what do you mean? How, like, does it take one shot, a few shots? Depends on what you're shooting. Okay. Cause I, that was the one thing that put, put me off about the last game. It was just way too quick. It was yeah, like, no, like it, it depends on what you're shooting, right? Like, mm -hmm. but no, I'm it's, it's a lot of fun. It's I'm really having a lot of fun. Like I've been playing more multiplayer than anything with this one so far. Like I have mainly a because nobody's running to play Warzone with and Warzone solo gets really fucking boring, really fucking fast. Um, yeah. But also multiplayer is just so fun. Like I'm having so much fun with multiplayer. The maps are really neat. Like there's nooks and crannies everywhere and they're very multi-level to them and stuff like like the, to all the maps. It's very multi-level. So it's like it's really neat. To, to play them. Yeah, I I honestly just thought it was like the same people who did Modern Warfare. And yeah, like... no, um, so there are four primary studios that work on Modern Warfare, uh, not work on Call of Duty, which is Infinity Ward, Treyarch, Sledgehammer. Then you have Raven, which is a support studio that does most of the like maintenance work they do they're the ones that maintain warzone uh but they're also a support studio for the other three studios on their mainline releases Trey treyarch is the zombie studio right i believe so yeah so uh, treyarch just mentioned something in chat uh infinity war did modern warfare treyarch did cold war and sledgehammer did vanguard okay so yeah so uh, treyarch the is also got a bit is a bit involved in this one because there's also a zombie there's also a zombie mode for Vanguard. So Did you Treyarch. ever play zombie mode in Cold War? A little bit. Oh, man. I wanted to get you into that because I was I, doing a ton of that shit. Yeah, and you were never on so when fun. I was playing. So I was like, because I want and I tried playing it either with like pickup groups or on my own. And I was just like, I don't fucking understand what the hell is going on. This is Zom insanity. Do you know what it is? It has RPG progression in it and it has like leveling up trees and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hmm. it has like skill trees and shit. It's like, it's fun. Okay, well, it's that's really, really fun. Like, it took me, honestly, Neth, it took me hours to figure that out. Of, yeah, because like, I was like, I, was like I don't understand what the fuck is going on. This is very confusing. It's chaos. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't get it. It's not, not fun. It is, a, it is a gameplay loop, right? It is, see how far you can get in this gameplay loop. You know, yeah. and like try to beat the game. And it's like pretty difficult to beat the game. And then the more you play it, you accumulate points. You spend those points on your skill trees. And then when you play the game the second time, me. you're a little bit more powerful. You know what I mean? Kind of like um like a rogue light or a rogue like a rogue light type of game. Okay. Right? Yeah, I did I didn't know anything about the skill tree part. So like I was just like, why do I feel like I'm coming in here and I'm like getting like, destroyed i'm fighting yeah. stuff here and i'm like you know like like yeah. level level one hogger raid kind of thing <laughs> like yeah, oh exactly. my god like fuck yeah so you you can like build into certain skill trees and then what is it there's like different like stations where you can power up scattered throughout oh. the map and they're in the same location yeah. every time 
So like I, I, you can I, level I didn't up get any of that, and I was just like, yeah. this, I don't fucking know. But yeah, no, I'd 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 be down for playing it in the new one to try it out. Like, because if, if it's half as fun as the multiplayer is, then it's definitely going to be way more fun. So yeah, I didn't get why people are just like only play zombies, and then I got it. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is why, because it's just like it's super fun. That's cute. And. I like I like that kind of system too, where it's like you feel like you're progressing, or you feel like you're making progress, even if you like died and lost, you're still like a little bit better next time. You know? Oh, one of the things too that um, I like about the new multiplayer. So okay, so you remember in the other one, the old one, they had like play. You had to play the game, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. after playing the game, you have um, it'll highlight three players for different reasons, and you can vote MB- MVP. And you get a bonus to XP gain if you get voted MVP. Okay. Wow, that's cool. And, it, and it'll be for different reasons, like you know, like um, you know, most captures, like if you're doing capture the point, or mm-hmm. um, most time spent guarding something, or like best kill death ratio. Like, there's tons of different reasons that you could get, like that the game could put you up. So you never know, like what what it's gonna be. Um, most explosive kills is one that I I usually vote for because I find that one amusing. <laughs> like if you're if you're getting nominated for like, like there was one that the person had like twenty some explosive kills and I'm like okay if you're pulling off that many explosive kills you get to have my MVP vote because that shit's funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. All right. I think what do you want to get into the APK ABK stuff now? Uh, yeah, we're just gonna be real quick about it because I'm so fucking sick and tired of talking about Blizzard shit at this point okay. in my life. Yes. Um very tired of. So uh one of the big ones is that uh Jessica Gonzalez, who was one of the first and most outspoken members of the organized uh the organization, one of the organizers, one of the most outspoken voices of the uh, basically the walkouts and fuck, uh, better ABK, fuck Blizzard, all that kind of shit um, has left Blizzard. She is joining a fintech company, a financial tech company as a senior analyst, I believe. Senior quality engineering role. Yeah. Senior quality engineer. So, uh, yeah, she will be she is leaving Blizzard effective on the 10th of December. So in six days, as of time of recording, uh, she left a very, uh, very wonderful note on her Twitter uh, about this. Uh, We'll have it linked in the show notes, but it basically uh, this is very reductive and this is not an exact quote, but this is how I'm reading it. Um, I'm getting the fuck out while I can and fuck Bobby Kotick. The part that, that was my read on it. The the part that got me was where it's where she said that like it has wounded her. Um, where is that? Here, I'll I'll just read it. So it says, mm-hmm. "My commitment to my future." Hello, ABK. Unfortunately, this is a goodbye message. It's been a journey over the years, and I have made the decision to leave Blizzard by putting my well being first. I've accepted an opportunity that's too good to pass up. I'll I'll still be moving into a single. Wait, sorry. Yeah, it's bad phrasing, but okay, so I'll be moving into a senior quality engineering role for a financial tech company and out of game development entirely. I regret that I couldn't meet my colleagues under better circumstances, but I take our shared vision for diversity, equity, inclusion, and workers' rights with me and value the work that we've done during my time here. For those of you thankful for my voice, I encourage you to find yours and use it. There are good people in the industry, and I believe with enough education and awareness, ABK can be a great place to be. 
There's lots of work to do still, and I'm mentally wounded from this fight. It's been a long and exhausting road for change, but it isn't over. Don't forget what so many passionate developers worked hard towards and continue to work towards in my absence. Let your passion and the passion of those around you drive the spark that ignites meaningful change. I believe in the good people in this company and can't wait to see where you all take it. To Bobby Kotek, your inaction and refusal to take accountability is driving out great talent and the products will suffer until you are removed from your position as CEO. This may seem harsh, but you had years to fix the culture and look at where the company currently stands. My last day is December 10th. Every voice matters. Jessica Gonzalez. So, so uh, I, I think she said it, it was well said. Yeah, it was very well said. Um, so for reference, she was a senior test analyst for Blizzard. I'm not certain what division she worked with. Um, but yeah, she was a very outspoken voice uh, in the ABK movement, the Better ABK movement and things like that. And the ABK Workers Alliance um, and one of those really quality organizers that stood up. Uh, it stood up early, so Good for her getting out while she can um, and good for her to get out for her for her own mental well-being, if nothing else. So. The other article that we have is that there were six U.S. states that are pressuring Activision Blizzard to make sweeping changes. California, Massachusetts. Illinois response to the recent allegations of sexual harassment, assault, and inappropriate behavior. This is reported to us one person. Right. You think at some point they're going to buy a fucking clue? Because so many people want him the fuck out that it suits it. It better serves the board to go, hey, we're listening to you and get rid of the name. Yeah, well, uh, I know that you guys said that you were put on this last week, but when people like Sony and Xbox are saying, eh, I wonder if we should continue doing business with these guys and putting their yep. games on our platforms. It's like, hey, guys, you know, wake up. <laughs> You're going to be. You know, even if you're still making games, you're not going to be able to play them anywhere. So it's just, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, they're still, still digging themselves a hole. I still haven't seen things about, you know, what are they going to do other than the Workers Alliance um, note that was put out, uh, that was formed. It's just, it feels like they're not making big enough changes and that um, they're just, they need like Koteg has to go. I think that's that's clear. That's the only thing that really seems clear to me. Like just the way he's acted and how he's tried to negate what what stuff has actually come out in the news is just like horrifying to watch. It's like, dude, you're wrong. Like, you know, admit it. So. So. The other thing about ABK that I was going to mention. So um, Raven Software, we just talked about them. Um, they are the main 
studio with a focus on Warzone itself, the Battle Royale mode for Call of Duty. Uh, they are also a support studio for the other three mainline Call of Duty game studios, Infinity Ward, Treyarch, and Sledgehammer. Um, they have just terminated a large proportion, uh, per some reporting that we received as of yesterday, they have terminated a large proportion of their QA department. For reference, Call of Duty, the franchise made $3 billion in 2020. In three months this year, $1.2 billion was made in microtransactions. And they are terminating a large proportion of their uh, QA department. Yeah, so I was reading, I don't know if it's the same article that you've got linked, but it was saying, um, according to a community manager for Call of Duty, the quality assurance team from Raven Software have been promised raises for months by Activision. As it turns out, these raises have an asterisk attached to them. The plan is that Activision will absorb absorb some contract testers from Raven, hire some testers permanently, but the vast majority of the developers at Raven would be out of work. Workers retaining jobs will indeed be promoted from $17 an hour to $18.50 an hour, alongside improved benefits and quarterly bonuses. Promises of raises and other benefits that never arrive are well-known tactics within the industry as a means of retaining contract workers hoping to transfer to full-time physicians. Um, but yeah, like to be to be promised for months that they're going to be getting raises and then like, oh, hey. Yep. Now, the other only thing a is... Only a couple of you. <laughs> so the other thing is, is that they were also... Um, these are people that were relocated to Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, they is they, still just a really weird location for uh, to me. Like, I'm not sure why it seems so strange, but it just seems strange. Um, so uh, per a Game Informer article, uh, according to Raven employees, some of the members of Raven's QA department affected by today's layoffs had recently moved to Madison, Wisconsin for their positions. One employee says that some of those people had to pay for the move out of their own pocket. Mind you, these are contract workers, so of course that's what they're going to do. They're going to make them pay to move out of pocket, and then... Yeah. It's incredibly insane. That's ridiculous as hell, like... They move these people. They they tell these people they have to move to keep their job, and then they let them go. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, I just, I don't, like... It's a very profitable game, but at the same time, you have to remember that um, Activision stock is in the fucking dumpster right now. They've shed, I think, 30 to 40% of valuation on the stock. Like, LB was saying it was like 50 bucks at this morning at some point, like the like the stock price is like at $50 a share. Um, so, yeah, of course, they're going to do everything they possibly can to 5736 currently 5736. They're going to do everything they possibly can to just cut as much of what the, the investors would view as cruft and what everybody else would view as, hey, these are vital parts of our game of our development the problem is is that a lot of places nowadays just ship qa out they 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 ship qa internationally it's the same as outsourcing you know that's how they view it but it's just ah uh, it's very frustrating to see this shit happening so 
Yeah. Um, did anybody else? Uh, the, the only other thing that we had to talk about today really was Final Fantasy XIV's Endwalker has entered its one week of early access period. Uh, I think it's a week. It's a week or three days or five days or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I know it started yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Launch is going uh, OK so far. I mean, it's it going sounds... so far. Yeah. I mean, you log in early enough. You're fine. But, Chris you know, is five log- days. Chris says five days. Uh, you log in early enough. You're fine. But otherwise, yeah, you're dealing. You're looking at like a two to three hour queue time. <laughs> I know I had like a two hour queue last night. That's horrible. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, it, it sucked, but it was just what it is. It's like I was playing Twin Sky the whole time on the second monitor, so it didn't bother me <laughs> in the slightest. Um. They're also having some error codes during the login servers because they've they've got an error code specific to the login servers are getting smashed too hard. We're kicking everybody or a large proportion of people off. Hmm. They oh, also, that they, would that would piss me the fuck off if I've been in queue for a while. It, it has a it <laughs> has a uh, mind. it has a they, the game does have a uh, have a forgiveness built into it so if you do get kicked out you can log right back in and get your place back <laughs> so it's not I a big f- deal i feel like everyone who's playing now are the same people that are like storming walmart at black friday as soon as the store opens it's the same mentality it's the same kind of mentality <laughs> so what he's saying is like it's the fomo it's like it's the kind of the fomo sort of thing um i don't so, feel the yeah. need to be first yeah, I don't yeah. really give a shit. I was actually considering just like going and working on my paladin or something else rather than fucking dealing with the MSQ right now because I know it's just kind of a clusterfuck all over the place. So it is what it is. I don't really give a shit. Yeah. Uh, I play the game for have fun, and that's about it. Yeah. I'm not here oh to be my crazy god! Stop. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not here to be crazy about it. I'm not here to like fucking no life shit. I could have no life Yawn. and stayed up all night. Doing the MSQ Yon coast to coast is coming to an end. Yeah, I know. It it's, oh my it's, god, we're, we're coming to an end on this. Um, <laughs> there's not a whole lot that I want to talk about with the Final Fantasy 14 thing, but I will mention that uh, you do have at least two new zones that you will be going through, uh, including the new hub of Charlian, which is mentioned in the promotional material. So it's not spoiler. Uh, and buddies also... can be boys now. Uh, rabbit boys are a thing. Uh, there was something else. I don't remember what it was. Uh, and Viera, sages and Reapers. Male Viera and the two new jobs available are Sage and Reaper. The um, poster job for this expansion is going to be the Paladin tank. Um, yeah. But At it, this point, why do we even have genres and video games? Just And Stat Squish is live. Whatever. How about make a character that has no gender? then people can't complain about if it's one or the other gender. So that's actually an interesting thing because Final Fantasy 11 had a race that had no gender. There you go. Uh, They seemed they they looked masculine to how a human would understand it, but they were a genderless race of a genderless race of creatures that bred by reincarnation. That's cool. That's um, actually really cool. Fun fact, they're actually the basis for the Rogedron. What's a Rogedron? Oh. Uh, it's the big chunky boys, the big, the big chunky oh, huh. guys and gals. Yeah. So in 11, they were called the Galka, G-A-L-K-A, and they were genderless. They looked male. All of them looked male, but they didn't have a gender because they 
literally the only way that a Galka is made is when one Galka dies and it reincarnates. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. 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 Just, I just wanted to mention that that, there, that Final Fantasy XIV has had a genderless character before that just presented as masculine. I'm uh, presenting yeah. as tired. <laughs> LB's and... statement is also valid. Lollafels are basically genderless. They're p- creepy little potatoes. No, but I mean, they... they creepy they presumably, little potatoes. <laughs> they presumably have gendered genitals, okay? Okay, they presumably have one or the other. I, I choose to believe that Lollafels don't have genitals. They're potatoes. I believe that Lollafels are people too. Lollafels have a have a the better uh, FFXIV. Okay. Uh, no Lollafels. more hate on the Lollafels. <laughs> Lollafels have a bust slider that does nothing. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Female Lollafels have a bust slider that does nothing, Neff. Really? I'm not kidding you in the slightest. <laughs> they have a bust slider that does, female Lollafels have a bust slider that does absolutely nothing. Yes, Lollafels <laughs> are people yeah. too. It's hilarious. All right, let's wrap this. I don't shit think you can talk here. Oh um, my god, I can't stop yawning now. Damn it. Yeah, so uh Kevin, <laughs> do you have any final thoughts? Um my final thoughts are you know, like find a game that makes you happy and play it. I think that's the best advice I can give people today. And then find people who also play that game and make friends with them and get, make some new friends. That's a wholesome ass message, Kevin. I'm in a wholesome mood right now. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Final thoughts. <laughs> Fuck new friends. I just want to play with my existing ones. <laughs> um. So I started an activated indium farm in uh, in No Man's Sky. That's how I'm making all my credits right now. That's how I'm making my units. I'm also uh, starting to flip spaceships for nanites. So yeah, <laughs> I don't understand any of that. I know. Don't worry. It didn't like, really, wasn't okay. really intended to make a whole lot of sense. Um, no, my final thought is just fucking be decent. That's it. Be decent. Don't be a shithead. You mean don't guilt trip your friends? No, no, that's totally acceptable. Uh, don't be a shithead though otherwise um, that is going to be our show for the week folks to talk to us during the week you can find us on Twitter oh, wait. The show. Uh-huh. Chris's final thoughts are be good humans Chris can fuck right off um, <gasps> <laughs> that's going to be our show for this week folks to talk to us during the week you can find us on Twitter the show is at coast to coast EU Kevin is at swing cat that's with a K Chris is at Akari underscore mag I of course am at Gavril underscore ET that's two I's and one L Neth is at Nethwinch. Uh, send us emails to feedback at tctceu.com we'd love to hear from you join us live on Saturdays we really would we would join really us love live to hear from you <laughs> on Saturdays we record and stream the show here on twitch.tv slash ctceu uh, for links to today's show, you can visit our dis- uh, for links to today's show and for a link to our Discord, visit the website at tctceu.com. To us a review, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, however it is that you get this show delivered to your brain stem. Um, say genderless potatoes, boys and girls. Genderless potatoes. I refuse to say that comment on basis of my moral high grounds. Kevin is genderless potatoes. 
just in the fucking show. Cut. Show's over. Show's fucking done. I'm, I'm done Jesus with your shit. Christ. We need Chris leaves and the shit just falls apart. It always, the shit falls apart regardless. It never falls apart regardless, Kevin. That's true, but you guys started talking about crocheting and shit, and I'm like, what the fuck? It's part of our extended universe, thank you very much. So, Kevin, the, the outro to this show as it's fading down is just this argument between the three of us. It's just fading slowly into the background music. I mean... No, I'm not going to do that, but that's Yes! <laughs> it's always a shit show! Okay, so, yeah, you know cross-stitch patterns, like when you uh, buy... So we need to go ahead and... Uh...